Hi, I'm Lily, and you're listening to How to Win Friends and Influenza, the podcast. A lot of people don't like their job. And let's face it, a lot of people. (laughs) Often it's this really strange paradox that maybe you'll meet someone at a party and they seem like they really, really like their job. They, They talk about it in a way that kind of seems like they like their job. In fact, they start launching into that kind of elevator pitch that seems so rehearsed and businessy while you see their eyes darting around and you can see that they don't want to be talking about this subject. But if you were to approach the subject in any way, they would make comments like that's where they want to be and they want to further their career. Sure, maybe they're just really, really boring. (laughs) Maybe that's the way they talk. But in a lot of cases, the behavior and the actions might not match what's being said. The truth is, a lot of people don't like their jobs. That's why so many courses exist and so many motivational speakers exist. That's why there's so many advertisements everywhere being like, you can earn $12,000 a week from home. You can do this amazing, excellent thing instead of what you're actually doing now. That's why so many people change their jobs and change their careers. What's the chance that you find something you really, really, really like without trying, that you just fall into it. It's probably not that high. I mean, if you were to go fishing, it takes a little bit of effort. Sure, you can just sit there at the riverside with a fishing rod, but I mean, even that takes work. You have to find the spot, you have to get the equipment, you have to use the right bait or some kind of bait, just something. And even then you're not guaranteed. Maybe you've chosen the wrong spot. Maybe you have to go somewhere else. Maybe the fish aren't biting. Or maybe the water's really polluted and you probably should have noticed that. (laughs) There are no fish there. But it's not that easy. You have to put a little bit of effort and it's a searching process. You have to give a little to, to get a little a lot of the time. So we have this problem that people maybe aren't where they want to be and that's kind of with good reason because you need a little bit of luck and a little bit of preparation and when the two things combine in the right formulation it comes up with a good result. So it makes sense that maybe people aren't where they finally want to be, that they're either still in the process or they're part way on that journey and they've kind of just given up. But in any case it's not that uncommon for people to not like their job. There's a lot of statistics out there, a lot of surveys where people aren't satisfied, where they're looking for something else, or they feel trapped because maybe they're kind of terrible with money and they've got no choice but to stay in what they're doing now, just so they don't go bankrupt and become really, really homeless or something. (laughs) It's pretty clear what happens if someone doesn't like their job according to all of the mainstream kinds of things. And it's common sense, not dismissing that because it makes a lot of sense. So what happens when you don't like your job? Well, there's the obvious stuff and we'll go through that really quickly, but there's something else really important and extremely dangerous that happens, but we'll leave that to later. So firstly, the well-known stuff, the obvious stuff. When someone doesn't like their job, well, they get their direct effect of being at something they don't like for probably many hours a week, possibly for many years. They get that direct sense of of drudgery, of hopelessness, of just not enjoying their time. The problem is there is no rehearsal. Where you're living now is it. 
and supposing you don't subscribe to some kind of wild reincarnation kind of theory, this is basically your shot. So the consequences of essentially wasting what you have is pretty dire. So we have that direct unpleasantness of being in a place with maybe someone has terrible colleagues or they feel they have a terrible manager and that directly makes them upset because maybe they get yelled at at work or maybe there's some weird dodgy stuff going on or it's just really really unpleasant for someone to be doing what they're doing maybe they're in telemarketing and they don't like talking to people and they don't like being on the phone but they just have to do it or maybe their job involves a lot of typing and they don't like typing so they don't like what they're doing that's one thing that's painful the other thing that kind of got mentioned in there was that sense of hopelessness like wow their life is really bad <laughs> that's also kind of bad and it goes in with that sense of, of tiredness that doing a job that someone doesn't enjoy can make them feel really really drained when people transition from university or college or whatever you like to call it to often an office job one of the things that really stands out apart from having to wear fancy-ish clothes which didn't seem to be a requirement before and having to watch what you say and like not offending people too much all that kind of stuff the other thing that's really different is suddenly people don't have energy and time I mean they might have money but they don't have the time to spend it and they don't have the energy to go out and do things like they did before they can't party all night or they can but they'll really pay for it later and when they come home after work, even though there's still a lot of time, maybe they come home at five or six, there's still a little bit of time, but it doesn't feel like they can do anything productive with it. So that's the other thing, that sense of, of draining tiredness that happens. So we've got the direct effect, that what you're doing feels like it sucks for you. We've got that energy draining effect. Is that not enough? Well, there's that time draining effect too. So there we go, that's a couple of direct things. But there's something that people don't always talk about. It's not covered as much, it's not as obvious, but it's just as important, and maybe more so, because all of those things, they can be changed, they can be fixed. It's like if you get poked in the foot by a cat, this is actually more common than you might think. That hurts, it hurts because you've got a tiny little stab wound in your foot and it hurts because your skin's broken maybe a little bit of blood comes out but eventually it heals hopefully <laughs> but while that's happening it hurts but it's transient temporary sense of unpleasantness and once it's gone well it's gone so all of those effects of having a job you don't like that's unpleasant that takes time that's draining that can be temporary. But the thing that's far more pertinent and that may not be temporary is this next thing, this thing that people don't always refer to, that people don't always think about, but it's something that means not liking your job might have much more serious, serious consequences than you thought. When someone doesn't like their job, what are they saying to themselves? Well, they're saying, here is something that actively 
brings them a negative consequence. Here is something that directly causes them pain that they don't enjoy, that's unpleasant, and yet they're going through it. Why is that? When we exercise, sure, it's a little bit of pain, a little bit of discomfort, but there's a purpose. You feel good afterwards, not just the physical effects, but you've done something productive for yourself. When someone's doing something they don't like, and I'm talking about jobs here, but there are many things that could be in a similar situation. When someone puts them through something they don't like, and there's no real benefit, and they're doing it because they feel they have to, what are they saying to themselves? Well, they're telling themselves they don't value some, themselves that much. That this is what they're worth. That this is what they deserve. And that's a dangerous message. Because that subtle shift in how you view yourself, if not captured, if not something that you're aware of, can be critical. And that can change everything in the future. It's not necessarily temporary, but there's some ways around it. So firstly, should everyone like their job? Well, it's like asking, should everyone be an entrepreneur? <laughs> and the answer is no, not everyone is meant to do that. Not everyone is meant to be a world-class athlete. Not only because people aren't suited for it, not every single person in the world can tie for the fastest sprinter in the world and unless, you know, some kind of political correctness goes wild and, it, you know, it's no longer okay to rank people and everybody gets participation medals. Something weird like that. But not everyone can physically do it. But also not everyone wants to do it. The amount of sacrifice, the amount of effort, not everyone wants to do that. And also just it doesn't appeal to everyone. You know, some people might want to be a stay-at-home parent. Some people might want to travel the world. And some people might want to live in a, a tiny house. They do look pretty cool. You know, some people want to eat meat and some people don't. And... Some people are lactose intolerant and some aren't, but that's not by choice. That's a different thing, you know? But people have different preferences. <laughs> so people have different preferences. So when someone's in a situation where the job doesn't bring them joy, where what they're doing with most of their waking hours doesn't bring them joy, the solution isn't automatically to quit. It can be, but it might not be. The first thing is probably to think why you're in that situation and do you choose it? And it can be okay for the answer to be yes. Maybe you do choose that situation because maybe you don't like what you're doing, but it's going to bring you something in the future. Maybe it's really painful what you're doing, but it's giving you some growth. Maybe you don't have another choice. That's the source of income that you need to be doing right now. Maybe you need some experience for something in the future. It's okay to not enjoy what you're doing. But it's important to be honest about it and to think about why you're doing it. And let's say you're in that group of people who has no choice but to be doing that. And when I say no choice, yes, in many senses of the words, we have so much choice. But let's say you've weighed up all your options and this is basically where you need to be right now. How do you make the most of a suboptimal situation? If you want to 
change a situation, that's a whole other topic. But this is a specific stream of ideas for people who are in a situation where they have to do something full of hours. They don't particularly like it, but that's where they need to be right now. So what's the danger? The danger is that you might start to value yourself differently. That if you're not aware of it, that you might start to think, well, you're, you're putting yourself in a situation that makes you unhappy. Why is this happening? Because you don't value yourself enough and you're letting yourself be subjected to that. In fact, you're subjecting yourself to that. So what does that say about you? So this is a really important step to be aware of that potential for self-devaluation and to do something to address it. So, what can you do? Well, really, really think on what's important to you. You need to be really clear what you're getting out of this. Why are you in that position and will it be temporary? And if it's temporary, where are you going to next? So if you can, have a plan of where you're going, a sense of why you're doing it. Okay, you might be in this position for a couple of months or a couple of years, but it's going to somewhere. It's got direction. The trap is if you're going to be in this forever and you're just resigned to that, that's maybe the trickiest situation of all. And let's say you're just in this situation now. Well, maybe the first thing to do, if you really don't want to be there, is to start planning a longer-term exit solution. That's one thing. That signals to yourself that you've got some hope, some future coming up ahead. You're valuing yourself positively. You're worth more than this. You're just on your journey to somewhere else. That's one thing. The next thing is to negate it by doing things that show yourself you are valuing valuing yourself because that just emphasizes, look, this is just a a temporary difficult part in the adventure that you're just traveling through the jungle and right now there are these like poisonous plants like scratching at you and it's going to pass, but this is just the only way to get to where you need to go. How do you value yourself more? Well, let's take the job part as basically fixed. You know, step one was to do what you can to make that situation better. Now it's step two. You've done all you can. You're in, in this for now. This is part of the ride. Well, you can do things to signal to yourself that you are worth something. Well, let's start with the obvious things that would not signal that you're worth something. Things like not taking care of yourself, not eating well. You know, things that show like you're not worth much. And therefore, you're not going to bother taking care of yourself. So that's what not to do. So what to do is just the opposite. Take care of yourself. Show yourself that you're worth investing in, that you're worth something. And even if you're in a situation that feels like it's not that great, in the hours that you're not in that situation, you're doing things to really treat yourself. And treat yourself doesn't mean just eating chocolate all the time or something that's indulgent but unhealthy. That might be part of it to a small extent, But treating yourself, for example, if you've got the resources, if it's just money holding you back from doing certain things that are good for you, maybe like eating a little bit healthier, that can be a consideration. Maybe not being super, super stingy on yourself and forking out a little bit more just to get something a bit better. So it could be something really, really small, like 
Maybe there's some kind of fancy nut that you don't normally buy. Maybe you feel like cashews or almonds or something are, are too expensive for you normally. They're a bit too fancy. But, you know, they're considered healthy-ish sort of foods. So it might just be a small thing like treating yourself to a slightly fancier food like that, which is actually good for your growth and, and good for your diet. But send yourself a signal that, hey, you're worth something. You don't need to be buying the cheapest 99 cent cardboard shreds to eat and, and that's all you can eat. That you're showing yourself you can consume something more. You're giving a lot out to this situation that right now might not be appealing to you very much, but you're just in it. So it's okay to put things back into you like an investment. Like you're driving a car and the car's giving you transport, but you have to give something back to the car, which is maintenance and fuel. So this situation that you're in is, is draining bits of you has a risk of making you feel a bit worse about yourself for putting yourself in that situation. So you need to do something to bring yourself up, to, to show yourself that you are recognizing that and you're doing something about it. When you're faced with someone who's, let's say, emotionally quite distressed and they're really insecure and they're unhappy about a lot of things, one of the things that can lead to that situation getting worse is people not recognizing their pain. You might have someone who's very, very upset about something that seems trivial to everyone else, but sometimes what they need to hear in that moment is just, yes, they are suffering. And that's a first step. If nobody recognizes that, they feel worse and worse and things just escalate. I'm not saying that you're emotionally unstable or anything like that, though you might be. Surely you're not, though. But look, everybody has things that make them feel bad. And in this case, every case, really, maybe what you need to do first is just to recognize that, recognize the pain, acknowledge it, and then you are in a place to do something about it. What may not be productive is going through, for example, this job that you don't like and just dealing with it and pretending to yourself that you like it. Yes, there is a place for thinking positively, but yes, there's a place for also recognizing when things just kind of suck. I mean, if someone vomited on you, are you going to think positively and just walk down the street like, no, 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 everything's fine. This is just free organic matter. It'll taste really good when you drain it off your shirt later and it'll be dinner. No, you don't falsely think positive you think realistically like wow that really sucks some stranger just chucked all over your fancy sheepskin sweater <laughs> which you now will probably go home and burn but you hope the flames don't smell like vomit or something <laughs> it's it's okay to recognize when things are bad because it's possibly better than repressing all of that sometime because repressing kind of shows yourself well you don't deserve to have your pain validated and that's not the case you're emotionally mature you understand how to make sacrifices you may be in a situation that doesn't feel great to you but if that's where you need to pass through because all things do pass in the end and that's where you need to be then you're able to find ways to get through it 
And it's important to remember that you aren't in that situation because you think you deserve to be suffering or you deserve to be unhappy. You're doing it because you deserve to be happy. And this blip is something small on the road to something greater. So treat yourself with what it takes to just undo any negatives like that. And just remember that things like meditating or eating almonds or getting a new tattoo or whatever it is that people like within reason that aren't self-destructive, that show you that you're positively valued. Just remember to do those things and combat any kind of self-deprecating kind of mindset. So this is what happens if you, like a lot of people out there, don't like your job. The difference is, you know what I've just told you and you can work through it. And that is how you win friends and influenza and deal with someone vomiting on your sheepskin sweater.